Welcome back to the Dotty Sports Podcast here with Toby and Jord. G'day. Coming to you from the great, the powerful, the best pub on earth, the Caxon Hotel. Feels good to be back. It feels so weird because I only just now have a co-host for the first time and when I'm not here, I'm just itching to get back here. I feel that way about the CAC normally, but it's just it's just good to like debrief, but I have found ourselves like limiting our conversations. <laughs> I feel like so I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> The only place I see you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, so I, yeah but big shout out to Sterling and the gang at the Caxton Hotel for having us. Absolutely no need to. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, but uh, how, how have you been? Big weekend. I know oh, it was. Huge me, week. So. Huge week. Lots to, lots to touch on this week, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, there uh, is a lot to get into, including we've got stories at the end of the pod. Yep. Some of the boys are called in. Yep. We've got... Uh, lots of rugby league football, and we've got yeah. lots of your draft weekend. Yeah, yeah. What a what a what a rowdy bunch that was. <laughs> <laughs> it really fizzled out of it, didn't it? Yeah, shit. But uh, no, last week mate, I went to the Chappelle show. Mm-hmm. Fucking unreal. Yeah, that's a boondle, eh? Yeah, mm. yeah. Just they locked your phone up, hey? Yeah, it's fucking weird. When yeah. you get there, they um they give you these little pouches, and then they, you, you turn your phone off, slip them in the pouch, mm. and then they lock them up with like those things that stick on your shirt from the shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, phone was locked up the whole night, but just the best show I've ever seen. Hey, Chappelle. Yeah. Fucking crazy good. Yeah, I, I actually uh, gave him some of his pointers when he came Is over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Tell. yeah, yeah. yeah. Me and him working on some knock knock gear. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, those pouches, mate. If there's anyone that should invest in those pouches, it's the NRL and the AFL. <laughs> <laughs> Any footy sports party or go to the pub with the with mm. the club, lock the phones up. Actually, yeah. Yeah. The Caxton should do that. Yeah. Because some of the boys rolling through here and right now the only reason they're doing it is because no one like pumps them up on social media yeah. and oh, after a game. Yeah. Yeah, maybe a lot of venues. Well, that's one thing that I found with the weekend away. Yeah. So, like, we do the boys' draft trip away each year. Jordan, newbie this year, mm-hmm. came away. Last year, we stayed on the beach in a house, but we had to drive along Noosa to get there. Yeah. And so, the cell reception was, like, spotty. Yeah. So, it wasn't, okay. like, a, it wasn't worthwhile to be on your phone. Yeah. One yep. thing I found with the boys on the weekend, we just seemed a bit a lot of... Fucking living on A lot on. of phones in faces, boy. And, I mean... I'm king of the phone in the face. Ask my yeah. missus, but yeah. I think it's just like really damaging <laughs> to do that. Look at us, like fucking thirty seconds into the podcast, we're already on our boomer shit, <laughs> <laughs> shitting on our mates. Yeah, the, the young footy players shouldn't be using their phones, <laughs> and the kids these well, days. Mean, if there's three boys that would vouch for that, it's fucking Ginevan just got done. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Filmed no. in the cubicle. For a white substance. Oh, sorry. We sorry. don't know. That's just how he takes allegedly, his penalty. Allegedly, it's just a yeah. white substance. I don't I mean, know. Ponga is another one. Again, who knows what happened? Could be anything. Uh, could, could be anything. anything. I'm not here to say that Ponga does drugs. I would never say that. Yeah, no. But, yeah, a lot, a there's a lot of reasons for it. I mean, I had a good weekend. Some of the boys listening that we went away with probably thinking that we're taking the piss out of them. I loved it. I always like going away. That was the third guy. Carney. <laughs> Taking the piss, jog the memory. <laughs> sorry, sorry, bro, I didn't mean to interrupt you. With yeah, continuing no, no, sorry, mate, sorry. Past just there. Yeah. That was my mistake. <laughs> but no, but one thing that was on, because normally when we go where the boys of footy's not on, yep. there was a lot of footy on. Yep. And I think because it was like meaningless kind of footy, it wasn't, it like just kind of brought the mood down a little bit. Yeah, And I mean, pe- people listening to this are probably thinking, last week you said that the preseason wasn't meaningless. Well, <laughs> I'm happy to stand up and say when I'm wrong. 
Because <laughs> there's the no way Manly lost. wins anything. The yeah. Cowboys lose to the Broncos, yeah. and the Finns don't get on their way to their six wins this year if we're not oh, trying. That Finns game. We're obviously not trying. Let them have a couple. I mean, the Broncos. You're going to take that energy into round two, and it's going to be ill-founded. It's going to mm. be a horrible decision. But obviously, having another think about it, the preseason clearly means absolutely nothing except for <laughs> South beating the Dragons. Other than that. Useless surprise they wasted the big boys on a game like that. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's just silly. There's no need for a preseason. In fact, I say preseason into the wind. <laughs> <laughs> You're chucking it out. Uh, in the there's bin. no need for it. Uh, I, I, the Tigers don't turn around like that without my pep talk, though. Mm. So you're welcome, Tigers fans. I'm sure that Brooksy was probably got the news that Mitchie Moses isn't going to sign. Then obviously listening to the Donny Sports podcast and goes, oh, okay. You must have. Half time in the sheds. Yeah, need a show, a bit of ticker here. Yep. I don't know how they've done that. <laughs> <laughs> because they they put the blade to him on the weekend, the Tigers, yeah. and I was eating some words. But uh, but no, the footy was back. It was good. There were some full scores. I didn't get to catch a whole lot of it. But um, what was good is a lot of rugby league stories came out of the rugby league football. Mm, I've missed it. We've got a scuffle already in Mudgee. Before a scuffle round in Mudgee before round one. Yeah. And it, when I saw a scuffle in Mudgee, I'm like, Trell's gone back for round two. <laughs> Because obviously he had some unfinished business. Yeah. Looking for anyone called Jack. Jack Finished Bird probably the on the hook. Then I hear that it's Ravalwala and Zane Musgrove having a scuffle in Mudgee. Mm. I, mean, I can't believe they let him go out drinking after the game. Is that not weird? No, it's not weird. I've said this to you before. Rugby League is a is a piss-drinking game played by piss-drinking men. If you know. take the... Look at look at Cam Munster last year. He went off the piss for one year and was thinking about joining the fucking Dolphins. <laughs> so this is a game... <laughs> Nothing wrong with the Dolphins, though. Come on. This is a game that is rooted yeah. in... Uh, to, be, to be honest, rooting and drinking. <laughs> this is, that's what keeps this game ticket. And fighting. And fighting. It was scuffling. Scuffle, sorry. Scuffle. No, no punches were thrown. Oh, and it's been it's been confirmed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, you know, I don't even blame them for wanting to leave that fucking motel. I saw a photo hey, of that. How are you how are you putting these boys up? One in Mudgy, yeah. Two in the Mudgy Motel, yeah. I mean, we, there's a story of me how I don't how we got put in a motel for a <laughs> wedding last year, and I wasn't the biggest yeah. fan. But so I feel the pain of these Dragons yeah. players. If someone put me in another motel, I'd want to fight someone too. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but but Zane Musgrove and Ravalwala coming out as the stars that got into a scuffle. Yeah. Man, did that let me down. Man, <laughs> oh man, did that let me down. Because obviously there was no punches thrown because Zane obviously realised he had a hold of Ravalwala and was like, oh, this is an awful idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. get absolutely cleaned up. It was one of the most B-tech things I've ever seen. Com- compared to the, the – we flipped the card around. We should have had Zane and Rava come out before Jackie and Trell. <laughs> and somehow Latrell and Jack has been this entree yeah. to Zane Musgrove as Ravawala at the Mudgy the Motel. Card. Yeah. <laughs> the scheduling all wrong there, boys. No, but there's obviously that. And then we, on the weekend, after the charity show, don't worry, we're going to get to how Penrith got absolutely humped by St. Helens. Don't worry, I'm going to touch <laughs> on that. Oh, you, you, you better believe it. But we got treated to a little bit of. Hospice on the weekend. It was nice. Mr. Darcy from Bloody Brilliant Beer somehow swindling us into the Dolphins game up in the clouds, up in the gods. And by up in the gods, I mean sitting with gods, not nosebleeds, baby. (laughs) This this podcast is going five-star all the way. We're going all the way up, boys. Big Darcy, big shout-out. Yep. That was a great night. Can I just say, though, the food that was served on the KO balcony... 
was good food. Like, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not here to beg or choose, especially considering it was so. It was free. fucking free. Yeah. But when you're deciding to serve food to people that normally a rugby league fan, the majority of us are not as switched on as a common man, <laughs> especially when you put ball sport in front of us. Yep. So to absolutely Judas me and trick me into walking out spring rolls, meat pies, and chicken wings, the holy trinity of burning the fuck out of the roof of your mouth. Covered in oil. It just absolutely stunned me. And and the worst bit is you just don't know when to stop. You just keep going back in. You just keep going and keep burning your mouth. And it absolutely did my head in because I I can't control myself. I think Darcy went in for four or five chicken wings. They were piping hot. (laughs) They were so piping hot. And then me and Darcy also being the absolute... Stinges that we are They bring out magnums We're about six beers deep And we go yeah That, that would mix. go really well In, in my tum tum Yeah A nice yeah. ice cream down With my 4X gold like a gold and a magnum But how good was the bloke That came up and stood next to us On the balcony there oh, So we're, we're yeah. standing in this balcony It's not re- it's Obviously it's like To a degree a hospo situation But not really yeah. But this no. guy comes up And he goes Do you boys mind if I smoke here And I'm like No nah, like I, I don't care That's alright this guy pulls out a joint. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Dolphins fans had a lot to uh, smoking some gang. Had a lot to forget that weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'd be I'd be onto the harder stuff like the chick yeah. down in the smokers below. She <laughs> <laughs> was there. not with us on this yeah, planet. Yeah, that she, was not fucking good. Because Typical the, Titans fans. The craziest though, thing about how KO Stadium set up right now is the whole back of the. Southern Ingol is the clubhouse, right? Yep. So you've got the smokers of the clubhouse, and KO have obviously put up this big barricade so you can't see through it, but it is, to a degree, a transparent sheet. Mm. So there was all these people that didn't buy tickets to the game yeah. sitting in the smokers looking up at the world's smallest scoreboard <laughs> on the other <laughs> side, a good 120 metres away. Yeah, it looked like the groundskeeper just rolled his plasma up there yeah. for the Ivo. <laughs> I'm going to need that back when you're done, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like what is it? What, remember those old TVs? The Akiks, the ACI AC. Oh, those cheapy little <laughs> yeah, ones. Yeah, it looked like one of them had been put up there. But uh, no, it was a good day out. Obviously, your Dolphins, though, mate. Your first time seeing them as an NRL club run out at KO Stadium. It was disappointing. No, not a fan. Fins oh, down. Look, fins were down. Fins, fins were, were limp. Very much limp <laughs> that weekend, mate. <laughs> Fuck! I figured out where all the Tupperware lids go, mate. <laughs> what? All the Tupperware lids they always go missing. It's wherever the fuck that Dolphins team went. They just went missing. Oh, that is poor. <laughs> that is poor. <laughs> oh, no. It looked bad down that left edge. I am a betting man, and I will be betting on whoever is on the Dolphins' right edge all season long. Mm. All season long. I, I bet your bottom dollar it's not Against Branko Jimmy. and Bostock. Yeah. I can bet your bottom dollar because they've got – i got a week and a half to figure out how to run out against the Roosters. Jesus Christ. I mean, the biggest thing about them is they didn't show any ticker. Mm. And the ticker is ticker. <laughs> We've watch. gone two for two. We've gone two for two. Well done, mate. <laughs> but no, seriously, they looked absolutely awful on the weekend. I'm sure that they'll be able to turn it around in like six to seven yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. But hey, hey, it's just preseason. Well, obviously, preseason doesn't matter at all. Uh, Manly winning the hundred k that goes to show. Yeah. What do you reckon they spend it on? I mean, hundred k new knees for Turbo. Knees. Yeah, new knees. Hammies, maybe. Oh, same thing, isn't it? <laughs> I'll donate mine to the great man. I drafted him on the weekend. <laughs> Much needed. 
Uh, maybe some fridge nag- magnets for Seabold. <laughs> to hold up his view. Yeah, I saw yeah. Sportsbet put up, this man will win a preseason challenge. <laughs> Curry Mail were close. Yeah. Pretty close. Just got the year off and the I don't know what on earth they're going to do with that 100K. If that doesn't go to the end of season boys trip. Disappointed. (laughs) Cooper Johns put up an Instagram story doing an ad for You Foods. Yeah. And it was like actually very well done. Um, And then Lachlan Croker got into it in the comments and he just commented back, well, I won't need to do many more of these after we've got that money now. Will I cry? No, yeah, man. well, I saw another thing though. Some um, every team that's won that preseason challenge hasn't gone on to win a grand final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's very, very true. Well, but then again, the preseason challenge is meaningless, so those stats kind of start to cloud. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to figure out what's going on with that type of gear yep. because when something matters so little, it's yeah. hard to figure out why. <laughs> the rhyme or reason to why an offload was worth a bonus point or why a line break was worth a it was odd, wasn't it? <laughs> Especially considering none of it mattered at all. <laughs> As evidenced by my great and powerful Cowboys doing sweet fuck all on the weekend against the Broncos. Yeah, not as good. But we always have that. <laughs> we'll always have the 2015 Grand Final mosaic that's held up here in the Caxton Hotel. If you're not on the YouTube, come watch. This is my gift to the Caxton. They, they gift me a place to home my shitty thoughts on a, on a Tuesday night, and I've gifted them this great piece of art. Beautiful. You're welcome, Sterling. <laughs> but no, the Dolphins look bad. Some good news, though. Uh, Mitch Moses is not going to the Tigers, so I think I'm going to get a few more years out of this Tigers rag. I do think I'm going to get a few more years big out of it. Big contract to turn down, too. Allegedly. Allegedly a big contract. I don't know. Yeah, 1.3 is probably is Yeah, but even in the ballpark of that much money, mm. I, there's not a lot I wouldn't do for that. Well, surely, like... I mean, we talked about... <laughs> 50 grand. <laughs> <laughs> and I took it. <laughs> <laughs> like, surely... From the outside looking in, Parramatta and the West Tigers are equally a good chance to win a premiership over the next five years, with that chance being round about zero. <laughs> Do it. So you might as well take the money, oh, Mitchy boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I can't see Parrot like... Run for the hills. They were good last year. Yeah. Really good last year. I think they make the eight again, but I just don't see that team winning the chip. No, you, I and I don't see the Tigers enough. ever doing it. I can't say enough about a team just getting absolutely embarrassed in the grand final and then coming back and see you've been not saying being this about that's what Parra I'm getting embarrassed. It wasn't that bad. From my memory, it was fine. I mean, they didn't really show up and do anything, but there's le- lots of worse ways to win a grand final. Ask the Cowboys of 2017. <laughs> it can be a lot worse. Yeah, that's true. I guess. <laughs> Ask yeah. Melbourne when they were playing Manly in the grand final. It could be a lot worse. And yeah, I mean, they can only play to their their Swans. strengths. Swans got their pants pulled. Oh out. yeah, that was like I think yeah. that maybe the fact that that happened the day before kind of made it a bit easier for me to digest how bad Para were. Yeah, but. As far as rugby league news, are you, are you happy with what what's going on this close to the season? Or do you reckon we should probably get some more like juicy stories out of the boys over the next week? I mean, I will I will say one thing: as we have drifted away from the super coach draft type of content on this podcast, the fact that we were on a super coach draft weekend, can I just mention uh, one bloke in our league who got robbed in the grand final last year? <laughs> we moved our we moved our draft a week earlier. As that was the only day that he could be available. Yeah. He then tells us on the day of the event, I can only text in, which, uh, hold on, already 
alarm bells are ringing. Yeah. Drafts Appy in the first round. Fucking nuts, eh? What's going... What's actually Adam doing, brother? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. I think he's given up. But the absolute Judas move from our commissioner to have all off-season... Right, listen to what has happened to this bloke in our league. We were told that the Cowboys will not be playing in our league's grand final. Round 24. So, so Nicky Boo Boo, our dear friend, friend of the show... Sold away a lot of his Cowboys players to me on, on the hunch that he's going to make the grand final, which somehow I don't know. Not anymore. Y- you can only back yourself, right? <laughs> yeah, At the end of the day, yes. he believed. He sold all his players, and then realized that was a horrible move because it's a keeper league that we do. <laughs> that realized that was a horrible decision, and then he's coming to the draft with somewhat of a sense of a, a glimmer of hope after being clowned all off season. There was a twinkle in his eye, and for two minutes or so, two hours. After he drafted Taylor May in the fourth round mm. before he does his ACL, there was a glimmer. There was still a, a, a man in there. Yeah. There's nothing now. <laughs> <laughs> There's but a shell of a man inside oh, of him. Shit. I mean, I'm very grateful for him. He picked Taylor May. He was the, the pick before me. That mm. was my pick. He took it. So I picked took two that others. Bullet. Yeah. Took the bullet. Brutal. Shout out to you, Brutal. I mean, and speaking of Penrith, getting humped by St. Helens. Mm. And the Englishmen are doing a good job of humping right now. Obviously, that video has come out. Don't know if you've seen it. I haven't. Of a man from the Super League. Yeah. Eating ass out the back of a Greg's. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't seen this video? We fight at the shitty motels. They eat ass at the fucking Greg's. (laughs) Greg's is pretty much a Brumbies, Mm. if you haven't been over there. It's just a bakery chain. Right. And here's this Super League player. Eating ass. Professional, contracted man. Eating booty. At a strange angle. Oh, <laughs> and nothing gets me revved up like bread. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you're, you're clearly already in the mood for eating buns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a night time, obviously. And then they've had this other yobo walk up halfway through and go... Could I join in? <laughs> no fucking way. You need to see this video. I'm not going to put it on the YouTube. You need to go and watch this. Up. Look, uh, Super League player eats ass. It, it might come up with Nathan Cleary eats ass and just highlights of the St. Helens <laughs> World <laughs> Club Challenge. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, how about them on the weekend? The Penny Panthers. He's looking it up. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see it. They tagged the bakery too. <laughs> <laughs> here we go, here we go. So they've tagged they've tagged the bakery. <laughs> Oi! <laughs> He's having a nibble, dude. What a, what a strange angle to have been doing. I just love how casually and how bright it is. That's a yoga move. Look at that. <laughs> That might be one of the best sound clips ever. Can I have a go? <laughs> <laughs> They're just so unaware of his being there. I didn't hear him walk up. So, I mean, rugby league is rugby league and all over the world, and you've got to respect that. It's just part of the game's culture. Big shout-out to him humping him humping some butt, and big shout-out to the Penrith Panthers getting humped by St. Helens. Absolutely. How about that James Roby? Mm. 554 games for St. Helens. You look like the coach. Have you done anything in your life 544 times, other than obviously wake up? Uh, cranked it, I reckon, <laughs> easily. <laughs> I've eaten ass out the back of a Brumby's mouth. 
<laughs> the Super League wants you then. Oh, my goodness. But speaking, uh, that's, that's about as much rugby league as I have. Obviously, next weekend when we get into the rugby league football, mm. we're going to really be humming. There's going to be stories coming left, right and centre. We're going to give you our tips. We're going to give you our predictions. Anything else going on for you? On anything that we touched, anything more to add? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was just going to say that my missus, Charlie, she lost the job at the brewery she was at. Oh, what, a, what a fucking happy, happy story this I is know, for the pod. Geez, spirits are high. Yeah, <laughs> well, not literally, no, well, not there. Fucking, <laughs> fucking collapsed. Mm-hmm. It's gone, but anyway. Yeah, she's trying to find another job in brewing. Yeah. That's not, you know, she's, she's trying. Yeah. Got some good leads, but um, I was thinking about, like, what jobs are always hiring? Mm. And it comes mm. back to that point about the phone pouches, mate. It's fucking, it's footy PR teams. You yeah. always need like a footy PR team to come in and clean up your fucking mess. Yeah, I mean, they'll always need them, but I, I feel like there must, I, I, I dare say not every club has one. I like to think in my mind that for the rugby league football, there is PR team whisperers. There's like four or five getting around, know how yeah. to know how to muzzle that Buzz Rothfield, know how to move through the <laughs> what stinky, a muzzle you stinky need. Fox League staff writer yeah. articles. You know, yeah. I like to think that there's just some nice whispers going around. It's Would just you new. I- you'd be good at that PR. Well, it's just new idea for blokes. That shit, isn't it? Just tabloid <laughs> shit. It's worse than new it's idea. Women's Weekly. At least new idea. You get some recipes. Yeah. Well, like at least new idea. You get some. Who's the top ten hottest list? Unless you're on Rosie's page, you're not getting any of that. <laughs> All we get is Ravalwal out of fighting Mudgy, <laughs> and how that's bringing the game into disrepute. If anything, is bringing the game into the limelight. I mean, yeah. <laughs> now, obviously, we're going to have some more rugby league soon. Yep. And we'll spend a lot more time on the Rugby League because soon the Broncos, the Tigers and the Parramatta Eels will be losing games of Rugby League football and I'll be letting you know how about they did it every yeah. single week. Yep. But for now, let's just get into some more of our more footy-adjacent topics, I'd say. And we've got some... I mean, stay tuned to the end of this one because I haven't listened to the call-ins. Yep. We're going to do that live here. But I'm I have it on fucking excited for that. very, very good authority. They're, they're fucking clangers. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to get in touch with the show, don't worry about calling a phone number. Don't worry about it. Send me a voice memo on Instagram, on the Donnie Sports Instagram. Just through your bio. Just, yeah. No, no. Just get into my DMs on Instagram. And send me a voice memo. We'll play it out on the show. Nice and simple. Don't have to click anywhere. No, there's no, there's no one, two tap in my voice memo. No as one, three numbers, on, mate. No, no. no as soon as you're on the charges. piss. As soon as you're on the piss. Not, a, not an ad for Darcy and Klutz, but as soon as you're on the piss. <laughs> Hit me up and we'll put you straight on the show. But first, before we get there, taking the piss. Yep. Last week, after I said wearing face paint to the footies, taking the piss, I, I copped a little bit of shit. You did. So and I've got to say, I kind of agree with a couple of them. There were some sad comments that made me feel like a bad person, such as yeah. I shouldn't be ashamed for loving my football club. You're shaming I'm people. not here to shame you. Yeah. I'm here to shame that guy that was out the back of Greg's. Yes. You, <laughs> not so much. I'm not being a dick. So, but I'll, I'll, I'll retract. You want to wear face paint? I'll paint it myself, big boy. Let's go. All right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't put it on my face. But I'll, I'll do you. But let me know, what, what, what are you seeing this week that's just straight up taking the fucking piss? Well, I'm pretty excited for the, for the AFL season to come back. Mm. Yeah, but that so as you aerial know, ping pong, huh, brother? That's the one. <laughs> yeah, I watched some games from last year. Yep. And uh, I just... You, we went back and watched AFL games. Yeah, the finals. Sick, dude. <laughs> you know you can call me up for a chat. You, you can watch highlights. Whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you've been watching some old AFL yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, they brought in this thing recently. Every time they kick a goal, they turn the fucking lights off and on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sick. I was down at the G last year for Brisbane and uh, Geelong for the prelim. Bit of a bit of a letdown, but uh, you actually like the lights. I thought off it was on. cool. I like it. I like the lights more than you know what. I don't like fireworks. Who does the fireworks? No, a lot. Well, the NRL they'll like do the flames. I'm okay with that, but in the NFL they'll do fireworks. Are you a fan of fireworks in general? I mean, I've I feel ne- like you've seen one, you've seen them all. I've never been a big fireworks guy at oh, the you know Ecker every year. You know who's actually My taking the piss? What? It's the cunts that film the fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, at the Ecker every year. So my first date with my missus was at the Ecker. That, yeah. That's some quintessential Queensland bogan shit yeah. right there. <laughs> Dagwood dog in hand. Bro, I bought one $16 Dagwood dog eight years ago. I'm still paying for the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, so- I <laughs> <laughs> that was the only dog getting dipped that night, I tell you. So, <laughs> but every year, now it's a sentimental thing. We go and we watch the fireworks on those crappy benches that yeah. my ass is getting pinched in between. I mean, yeah. am I too big for the bench? Is the bench too small for me? As the as the years go on, it's hard to tell. I don't but, think it is. I'll but but you sit there and you're crammed in there like sardines. Yep. And then it's not the fireworks that get me because I don't... Yeah, with the fireworks, I'm like, it is kind of is what it is. I'm sure there's like some pyro guys right now that are like, what are you talking about? This is the most Australian thing ever. And this I takes res- fucking weeks. I respect that yeah. it takes a lot of time. It's, it's cool. But so it does cool. like dominoes. Mm. And I don't care about them either. Mm. <laughs> I watch it on TikTok and I go, Wick-. Yeah, you're right. I won't even watch fireworks on TikTok. No one. But we have sit you ever there. watched a video of fireworks on TikTok? No, no, we sit there and we watch the fireworks. Have you ever in your heart of heart shown someone a video of fireworks? <laughs> <laughs> if, check out this fireworks we saw last night. If, yeah. man, that's like a grandma move. Yeah. that's And she's filmed it on her iPad. <laughs> With one of those pink folding cases. <laughs> it's still got the bezels. Oh, you know, fuck. one of those. It's still got a home button, that iPad. Camera's around the wrong way. It's a selfie camera. <laughs> Fucking fingers still manage to cover the camera. These wringly old bags just heading you over like, an iPad 3. Steve Jobs was still kicking when they were filming these fucking oh, fireworks. Fuck. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the fireworks, but sorry for absolutely hijacking you. Yeah, fireworks is taking the piss. We... Two shows on on New Year's Eve. I, don't, I just don't understand how we do the two shows on on on, on New Year's Eve and River Fire. Trying to get a River Fire booking mm. is mental. Like on mm. the waterfront, they're like, "Oh, it's just a casual five hundred dollar package." You drive around there at like eight a.m. People are already lined up yeah, on the city on the banks. What are you doing? <laughs> I went to a River Fire with Triple M back when I was maybe ten years old. Yeah, where the old boy was advertising with Triple M. Yeah, they had the current prime minister rock up. To the River Fire Triple M show, what? Ruddy <laughs> was there. And I'm like, he's well, from here. He's from here. He is too. Yeah. But I just couldn't believe that the fireworks was such a big deal that they'd bring out the that Prime Rudd, Minister. Mate. He loves them. River Fire is one of the biggest scams all time in this city. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I went to one. Because they lock you in that little area too in South Bank if you go to like the main one. You know what my, f- my favourite thing about River Fire is? And for yep. people from down south, you have no idea what we're talking about. This is ve- this is getting very, very Brisbane-centric here. It's very niche. But I've never sold a story about River Fire without someone in the group butting in and being like, yeah, actually, no, mate, that's got a good view of the river. <laughs> and we go there every year. 
Yeah, Everyone's Roger, buddy. Mate. Roger, yeah. buddy. Yeah, well we done. all got that, mate. And you're actually well in Kangaroo Point looking the other way. And yeah, all right. <laughs> I mean, our part when you see like the top of the Jets, maybe. Oh, yeah, they come up and The around. Jets. Uh, that's the other thing. Uh, maybe I'm just a mean person, but when people start filming the Jets and putting it on social media when they're practicing. Yeah. Sick. Well, they, they <laughs> I do not care. They do the rounds every year or so, <laughs> and like and every year, they're like, "It was this close to my building at work. I can't believe." It. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, what's your what's your take of the pits? It's the turn the lights off and on. I cannot believe you're on board with that. Oh wow! You actually liked it. Yeah, they do it at Suncorp. It's wicked. Well, it's not wicked. It's cool, but yeah, all you AFL people, you're so like here. You are making fun of like small-minded people. No, <laughs> filming fireworks. I'm one of and the oh shit, they've turned the lights off and on. <laughs> no, but it like adds, mind. adds a little bit of pizzazz. I cannot disagree with you more. Yeah, because you guys don't like music after after goals either. I fucking yeah. It's so I don't weird like it. to me that like people in the AFL, like you're so and you still play those songs from like the twenties after a win. And hey, not all the songs are from the twenties. Have you heard Frios? Have you heard GWSs? The new one? Yeah. No. Oh, bro, can't listen to the G. It is sick. <laughs> it's actually. Load up the Frio one too. Go back to back. Already. Look at that guy. Right? Dude, he's spitting. <laughs> I mean, you can't blame me for not knowing it. They barely fucking win. Oh, do you hear that? It's the sound of the mighty giant. Isn't this? Feel the ground is shaking. The other teams are quaking. Yeah, boss. Boss. I don't know who this Ralph Wiggum looking motherfucker is. <laughs> if that doesn't get you two redhead butts. What's the Frio one? Oh, it's just like Dude. this old rock song. NRL fans are getting a lot of service here today. Oh, no. Oh, that's awful. How about that? That's so. What about Carlton? What? A, what? A, what? A, like a. What? A, like a influence to just try fucking throw the game. Not hear that after the end. <laughs> Do you like the Carlton one? I think it's awful. Sounds like the drunk characters just come on and like it an old cartoon. Like someone's following someone with the trombone. <laughs> I know doing this song. I should know. My old man's a Carlton fan. Oh yeah, this. If that doesn't get you charged charged up to go to some Carlton pub after the game, I don't know what will. <laughs> All we have. There's a few rugby league theme songs and big rugby league reach out. Why isn't there more? There's obviously So everyone doesn't have one. No, there's obviously Glory Glory to South Sydney. Yeah. There's Let's Go Broncos. That's I'm sure the Broncos have a real one. I don't think the Cows have one. I think St. George has one. Have you heard St. George haven't heard it? Did in you a while. hear the Broncos song from last year from that Kevy no. the, the song about Kevy? No. Oh no way. Oh, I can't wait to show you this. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, this is posted by the Brisbane Broncos. Fuck, that's great. No. Well, it's been a bugger of a year for the Broncos fans, I suppose that you could say. And you might go, well, that's an understatement, mate. But hey, that's the Queensland way. <laughs> but even better than smashing the blues, the Broncos fans have finally got good news. There's a legend coming home and he's here to stay. How good is this? Next year we've got <laughs> Next year we've got 
Oh no. Oh, they're painting the faces too. Yeah, you know how I feel about that. I love the kids being forced into the video. There's a great man there. It's funny, this video is a minute 37 seconds. Feels like six or seven minutes. I feel like I've seen it already. But yeah, that's how big it is. That's probably the NRL's best theme song. It's next year we've got Kevy. I don't know how many more years I'll be able to sing that one for, but... Yeah, look, how's it turned out? <laughs> I'm happy that I completely derailed the podcast to show That's you That's great. That I'm glad video. we sat here for fucking 10 minutes looking for that. <laughs> you see, I obviously have cut that out, oh, but I've just actively fuck. just sat here pretty much in silence, be like, yeah. ah, that's not it, that's not it, that's not it, that's not it, trying to find it. Shit. Well, that was worth the wait. But yeah, I reckon lights at the footy's that bad. <laughs> I can't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> I got to take in the piss. Right. Let's hear it. And feel free to shit all over mine and take yep. it in a completely different direction. Well, but people won't like this, but KFC's taking the piss. I get KFC fucked. are taking the piss. When is the last time you went into a KFC and you enjoyed a meal? Legitimately, today for you're lunch. You're a liar. You're I went so, today you for lunch. feel good right now. I feel fine. Oh, you're so full of it. You're, which KFC did you go to? There's a new one in um, Windsor. Oh, yeah. This guy, yeah, a, you know where all the new KFCs are. The rusted-on KFCs, they are underperforming at a rate that is so extravagant it's hard to believe. I think you're I'm talking Everton Park. I'm talking Albany Creek. These are some of the worst KFCs in operation. It blows my mind. We're talking wrong. And look at me. I obviously eat a fair whack of the shit. But... <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going cold turkey. They let me down so often. So so rarely do I smash a zinger box and go, damn, that hit the spot. No, I roll over. I feel like absolute shit. But that's kind of the point though, isn't it? That can't be the point to eating food. You get surely. half an hour of just pure bliss. And they put cabbage on the burgers for six months and nobody said anything about it. We all just got on with our lives and acted like it Everyone wasn't a big deal. Everyone said everything. Oh, oh you were way off the mark here. Did you stop eating Zinger burgers? No, I did not. Well, you talk with your you talk with your coin, mate. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you. I think KFC is just so long on the truth. And you know why? And you know why? Because Red Rooster's making better fried chicken right now here today in 2023. If you go to Red Rooster, you're getting better fried chicken than at KFC. I'm sorry, sue me. You're the bloke that backs in Red Rooster chips too. <laughs> Those things are fucking soggy pieces of shit. Red Rooster is the most under this this garbage. This garbage from south of the border. I know Queenslanders love Red Rooster. They simply have to because I don't know how else this I, franchise I'm not is gonna surviving. Say I don't get a ripper roll. I do. Dude, K- KFC put- chips are not as good as Red Rooster chips. KFC fried chicken, depends on it's the day. not as... It, yeah, no, KFC depends on the day so much. You go into a Red Rooster, you're getting the same thing every time because they've got nothing else to do. They've perfected it. KFC is different every time. Yeah, you listen, roll the like, dice every time. You know what else depends on the day is the fucking lottery. <laughs> and people play that. So every time yeah. you walk in that door, you're buying a scratchy. No, no, no. no you're rolling no, the no, dice. No, 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 no. Do not try and straw man me, you <sighs> motherfucker. You, ha- you have to admit, when you pull up to a KFC drive through window, you go, I'm probably going to get fucked here. But there's a slim, slim chance I do not get fucked. Honestly, I think you're way off the mark and out of line. No, and you know what's going to happen? People are going to hit me up and be like, you're so wrong about KFC. But they know in their heart of hearts, if they're being a man to themselves, if they're being a true woman to themselves, they're going to know that every time they go to KFC, they think this is more likely than not going to be pretty bad. 
<laughs> it's uh, just true. It's just true. I can't remember the last time I've had shit KFC. Oh, oh that is crazy. What you're going the wrong right one. Your issue you, is you keep going to. Oh, they fucked me. I'll go there again next week. <laughs> Maybe it's changed. How Why do you keep did, doing this? How far is a man meant to travel for KFC? I don't know. How far way. is a man meant? Surely they all have the same recipe. For good KFC. Like all right, all right. Say if you could drive an extra ten minutes and guarantee it's going to be good, would you do it? No. <laughs> yeah. A, a quick shout out to friend of the show, Big Zappy. Mm. You know how sometimes you get on the piss and you start having a bit of a bicker about something that's probably not that important, and then before you know it. Maybe you're doing a little bit of it. Maybe they're doing a little bit of it. Putting a little bit of GST on some of your facts, yep. on some of your stories. Me and Zappy got into a Barney one night. We're talking about uh, fried chicken and rah, rah, rah. Yep. And he, he looked me dead in the eye and he told me, Kentucky fried chicken isn't deep fried. I mean, I've heard this argument and you're both technically right. No, 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 no. It is literally called Kentucky Fried Chicken. What do you say they do with that kettle fried? No, no, it's pressure fried. This motherfucker told me it was cooked in an oven because he's seen them sitting up there on the batteries. No. no. <laughs> Look, he's wrong. You're both wrong a little bit. It, it's the... Yeah, I'm not going to get no, into it. No, you're not going to get into it? Surely it, nobody I don't here. think no one really cares about the fucking... It. KFC is a fried operation. Yeah. I just like, have you ever had one of those stories where you just get into it and you just start bickering and put a little bit of GST on there? Because that is one of the biggest pieces of GST I've ever heard. KFC doesn't fry their chicken. Yeah, that's a bit steep. <laughs> you're wrong, mate. I'm no, sorry. No, hit me up. If you think the KFC isn't taking the piss, I think you're taking the piss. How about that? How about that? Never, <laughs> never have you been more wrong in your life. I want to talk. I want to. <laughs> I want to talk. I've got to walk away after this one. About. Twitter. <laughs> right, eh? I've got a little bit of a, a game I want to play with you. Okay. Last week during the Volk fight, uh, Mike, the situation from Jersey Shore, um, one of the best episodic television yep. programs of our generation. And still very relevant. Today. <laughs> he chucked up on his Twitter and it got broadcast on the broadcast. Uh, we got a situation. <laughs> <laughs> Which, can I just say, Mike, Shit. secure that bag. And we looked on Twitter and it turns out he's got little, about little one... trademark at the end of it. Ha, ha, let me just look at it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw it. I don't think he even hashtagged it. No, he didn't hashtag UFC some... some oh my God, he's selling situation. <laughs> what do you reckon his handle is? I have no idea. It is... Uh, <laughs> At it's the situation. Fantastic. <laughs> but well if done. you had to guess how many followers Mike from Jersey Shore, whose header is still the Jersey Shore family vacation from 2013 on Twitter, how many followers Fantastic. do you think that he has? 300k. 1.2 million followers for oh. Mike's situation. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to Holy ask you. Shit. We're gonna like. Not even go over under. I want you to try and get as close to. I'm going to say a name, and you're going to try and tell me how many Twitter followers you think they have. Because what that number blew me out of the water. I'm still stunned by that. A lot of people want to know the situation. I guess so. It's it's pretty simple. How many Twitter followers do they have? Okay. Paulie D. DJ Paulie D. Akin to Mike's situation. And how long? How many did he have? Mike. Mike. I think we said he had one point one point two. So DJ Paulie D. DJ in there as well. I'm going to go. 1.5. 3.6 1.5. 3.6 million followers. Yeah, <laughs> Who are these people? Connor McGregor. 
eight. Nine point eight. Okay. That's a, right, I mean, like right. it makes a bit more sense. Yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo. Four. Thirteen. Hundred and seven point seven. A hundred and seven point seven. I know. That's like 107 times, Mike, the situation. That's why it's the world's (laughs) game, I guess. That's insane. Katy Perry. Ooh, okay. 23? 108 million. More than Cristiano Ronaldo. (laughs) Suey. More than Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Steve Smith, smudge. One of the greatest uh, to ever do it for Australia. The cricketer. Yeah, the cricketer. Ah, oh, shit. I'm going to go probably like 800K. 1.9 for Smudge. Okay, he's doing well. Doing very well. Well done. Phil Gould. Ooh. The grandfather. Okay. I'm going to go him with 800K. 48. Is that it? Step up your tweets. 48,000. 48,000. Right. Step it up, Phil. <laughs> Hamish Blake. No, no, actually, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> Andy Lee. <laughs> oh, don't do him like this. This is a sidebar. Mm. Which one of us is the Hamish Blake? Which I'm Hamish. Oh, <laughs> so quick with it. <laughs> uh, Andy Lee, I'm going to say he has uh, 800K again. 570. Okay. So it's not awful. Yeah. He's doing okay. So then if he's 570, what do you reckon Hamish is? 1.5. <laughs> no, it's only 652. Oh, <laughs> Why'd you set it up like that? <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? Mm. I just can't get over the situation. It's got 1.2 million followers. But if you think about it, remember back in like 2010, like 11, 12, Twitter was popping. Yeah, so was the show. Yeah. So, I mean, and what's crazy though is like Phil Gould, he tweets like six, seven times a day. Yeah, no one wants to see He it. is active on Twitter, Gussie. Yeah. None cares. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm not a follower. Should we get to these boys trip call-ins? I think so. I've been I've been thinking about it all. This is this is going to be this is going to make me very excited. I'm not going to call out the names like you you might know you might know the names you might not. Uh, just friends of the show have called in and like we said before if you want to call in, doesn't have to be a boys trip story, doesn't have to be anything like that. Yeah. Um, but we're going to listen here. Call in with a bit of carry on, you know. If you're on the pierce and you think of something funny, we'll listen to it on the show and we'll let very, you know if it is or not. Very easy to do. Just jump on the Donny Sports uh, Instagram, DM a uh, voice message. So we, we reached out to the public asking for boys' trip stories. All right. Here we go. Okay, boys. Long time, first time. Got a cracker <laughs> of a in. cricket trip, actually. <laughs> uh, and I find the best stories actually happen on cricket trip with a bit of an older crowd. Anyway, I promise you, this was this happened to my friend, not me. My friend. <laughs> yeah, me. okay. We were at uh, Hobart for a cricket trip, and we we're out in the first night. We we're down, down at the water. Um, I forget the name of the pub, the nightclub. It starts with o, Ozone or, or something like that. Okay. Anyway, my friend uh, meets this. Uh, let's. Uh, older woman, she's probably in her you know, early forties. Um, An Anthony uh, Milford, if you will, from Tasmania. <laughs> um, so, forty-year-old mother from Tasmania. You can work out the rest. Anyway, so he meets this girl. Um, they have a dance and a little little kiss, and they decide to go back to her house. Now she lives ages away. I don't know about that well, so I don't know where this was. Surely, ages Jazzy's away, not forty-five that big. minutes I away. I think so. They get in a cab. Anyway, he actually has a spew in the cab. Oh, which you'd think would put put um, put there. him off to to any woman, but. Alas, not this lady. He <laughs> just keen. then has to take off his shirt because it's covered in vomit. 
They <laughs> go into her house, have a, a, a romantic evening. <laughs> I'm in sorry, morning, it was. A child comes in. Which, oh. okay, understand. Sure, she's a single mother, that's fine. This child comes in and, and jumps on the bed and, and he's really oh. excited. Turns out that it's this kid's birthday. So my mate is here at this house in Hobart and bumfuck Hobart. It's got, it's, don't even know where this is. Holy Doesn't shit. have a shirt to put on, so he, he, could, he puts some jeans on and the mum's all excited that it's the kid's birthday. They head into the living room and in the living room is the dad, the kid's father. Obviously separated, but the kid's father is there and they're doing presents. So my mate is sitting there without a shirt on, just in his jeans, stunned. while... The woman that he has just had a romantic relationship with sits there and unwraps presents with her kid while her ex-husband, the father of the child, is sitting there. He sits there for 45 minutes singing happy birthday. And the worst part was he had no money. His phone was dead. She then had to drive him home 45 minutes back to the pub we were staying at. An all-time classic story. Still gets told around the cricket club today and it was definitely... My mate, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I have, a, I have a sneaky suspicion that that was him. I, I think it might have been. <laughs> Fuck, wow. that's on her. Surely you'd say something. Just imagine waking up the next morning. Fuck. And seeing a little kid in the bed with you. Jumping on the bed too. Nah, that's not good. <laughs> and you're going to put back your vomit-soaked shirt back on again. <laughs> Surely you go shirtless. <laughs> I don't know. What is old mate thinking? What's the protocol? He's he's obviously brought the kid with him to do the presents. Yeah. Jeez, you'd want to hope that she's got a good present. Fuck. And that it's not old mate. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that is gold. Oh, that is one of that is one of the all timers. Fuck, you boys delivered. Alright, moving on. So a bit of a long story, but um, one of our friends has an apartment um, or a house actually on the canal at Maroochydore, and Must um, be we're nice. all there like on the piss. Must be very nice. Maggot, um, <laughs> out on the pontoon fishing, and I can't really remember how it happened, but it might have been a dare or something. But one of the boys got naked and jumped into the canal, and it was pretty fucking funny. And then someone else pulled their phone out and started filming with like. The flash on and the dude wow. who jumped in the water came out and was blowing up at people like taking photos and videos of him. What? And he grabbed the phone that was filming him and just tossed it into the canal. <laughs> and everyone went from like pissing themselves laughing to like, holy shit, that's way too far. <laughs> Almost yeah. instantly. Like everyone was like, what the fuck? That's not play on. And then the dude who threw the phone was still naked. Like, it's not that big of a fucking deal. And I was like, you just threw his phone in the canal and he's like, yeah, watch this. And you could sort of see a little light like shining up from the water and he just jumped back in the water, swam down and picked up the phone from the bottom of the canal Fuck. and handed it back and it worked perfectly. And oh, shit. There was basically no harm, no foul. Play on. Wow. Well done. I'm a naked diver. Yeah. Wow. I reckon if you're getting naked. Yeah. Like. That's an un- unwritten agreement. Right? There might be a snap. Oh, yeah. but is that does that cross the code? Uh, I don't know. I, I reckon you. I have, wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. reckon you have. I mean, I'm not taking my phone out. Yeah. I think the further you get away from the seaboard, <laughs> the less likely a phone to come out it will be. Yeah. When you're still close to civilization, the odds of getting a pap snap are quite high. I'd agree with that. No, you know, yeah. the, the further you get away from the seaboard, I mean, a lot of <laughs> a lot of things go up. <laughs> as far, yeah, it's just something about the Australian outback that just gets you a bit more rogue. 
I don't. I, so where did they say they were up up in Maruchidor. the, the Maruchidor and canals? Jeez, you actually know that that's pretty rogue. <laughs> I guess not really. Yeah, not really. So I mean, if you're getting nudie in the Maruchidor canals, I dare say you have to accept that there might be a snappier. I don't know. I, I wouldn't expect that. I'd be pretty pissed off. I'm kind of with. I'd that be guy. pretty pissed off if you were naked throwing my phone in the canal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I kind of, I kind of agree with him. All right, last one. Yeah, Rob. So, man, a few of the boys make a pilgrimage up to Woodgate at least once or twice a year. Rough. And um, <laughs> when we were younger, we used to have this thing called the cock box. So, um, whoever was a fuckwit used to have to wear the cock box. Anyway, um, whoa, whoa, what's put the on cock someone's box? head one night, and then. They like, I don't know, got like? hit by someone else and that person felt real bad. So then they put the cock box on themselves and ran into a brick wall and concussed <laughs> themselves. Um, and then What's somehow the cock box ended up on someone else's head. That dude then got naked and ran around the backyard and ran into this old like metal fence on, that we on, had on, and bent it in half and like got this. There is so much going on that I need to through it too. We've had we've had someone. Put, uh, I'm I'm assuming now that the box is just like a cardboard box. I was thinking a cup that doesn't go around your your actual cock, but goes around your head. Right? How would you get it on your head? I guess. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 I, no, I, I just think like it's just a, a box, like a cup. Mate, cock box, reach out, klutzy, reach out. What? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What is the the? Surely it's going on your head, the cock box, because someone put stunned. it on their head know. and got concussed. Is that what he was saying? I think we missed a bit because I was laughing. I'm gonna go back. Cuss themselves, um, and then somehow the cock box ended up on someone else's head. <laughs> that dude then got naked and ran around the backyard and ran into this old like metal fence that we had and bent it in half and like got this hectic oh, gouge in his um in his what leg anyway my old man's up there a couple of weeks later and he's like holy fuck have you seen the fence i was like oh yeah yeah not good hey you go, it's a big fucking kangaroo that's taken that cunt here <laughs> yeah so uh that was shout out to the boys for that one um also just thinking about it as well had another time where um neck nomination Super was a thing one. Oh, yeah. And um, well, there's like a deck at Woodgate. And my mate thought it'd be a good idea to scull a rum and coke and then just jump off the deck into the backyard. As you do. A good, like, rum and coke. Two, cool. three metre drop. Bloke oh. has real shit knees as it is. Um, sure enough, neck nominates, fucking jumps off, does a nice little somersault, high fives one of the other boys, they scull a VB. It's fucking sick. <laughs> Reach out I mean cock not box. bad I want to know what this cock box is I need to see that. a cock box You do need to see a cock box <laughs> We'll probably do another beer Because we're about to get into a big story here Alright We're grab some beers Yeah Just just before we get into uh, <laughs> Just before we get into our boys trip story Yeah Oh fuck yeah. I've reached out to Big Klutz because that was obviously Klutz's voice. If you did, <laughs> if, if you ever put two and two together, yeah, I've just said, "Nah, Klutzy, what the fuck is a cock box?" <laughs> <laughs> what has he said? Anonymously, he just replied with laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll never know. He goes, "It's a, it's an empty carton of beer that said cock box, and we wrote fuck, sh- <laughs> we wrote fuck shit on it." <laughs> 
<laughs> he mentioned one of the things he wrote on there that I won't repeat. Oh, shit. And he said, yeah, just like heinous stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and if it was given to you, you had to wear it everywhere. That's now, excellent. I'm sure me, you, and everybody, everybody listening, when they heard the word cockbox, immediately thought chastity belt vibes. I thought so, like a little padlock on there. Yeah, so it's nice to know that there wasn't a man in a chastity belt running full pelt kangaroo speed into a fucking fence. <laughs> <laughs> After the naked diver, which was oh, obviously Darth. <laughs> Got a theme here. I think the first caller, that, that, that was clearly him. Darcy was the naked man and Klutzy, well... <laughs> Everything that happened in that story was definitely him too. I think so. <laughs> Speaking of things that were definitely the person, mm-hmm. we go to what is often referred to as the holy grail of boys' trip stories in our friends group. Yep. This is this is an all time look behind the curtain. Mm. I got to say, I'm not plucking pleased about it either because <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Now, ladies and gentlemen. After the hour mark on the podcast, we are so clearly, well and truly past rugby league football. <laughs> They're already tuned out. And there's rugby league football coming at you live and well tomorrow. Well, not tomorrow, sorry, next week. Where we talk, but I need to get this story off my chest. I've been harboring it for, for four months. Yeah. To set the stage, it's my Bucks party. Big one. Love is in the air. <laughs> <laughs> and on the full front of my mind was nothing but my wife the whole trip. However... Yep. On the first night, we well and truly, as you would do on a Bucks trip, pushed the boat. It got a bit rowdy on that first night. We it, Way more rowdy than anyone was expecting. It wasn't supposed to. It was a very early morning turn-in the next morning. I'm thinking I got in about 3. Yeah, I think I was just behind you. The rest ready. of the blokes got in about 4, 5. I knew that since I've been getting fed drinks, I needed to probably cut it at 3. <clears throat> But at 9.30, and to your credit, Jord, I thought that this text was a lot earlier than 9.30, but that just goes to show where we're at because I remember getting yeah. it and being extremely hungover. But 9.30... It's respectable. At, uh, I won't say the exact hotel, but I will. It's a mantra on Little Burke Street. <laughs> Shout out, mantra. <laughs> In the group chat of a quiet trip away, I get a text saying, so the morning starts as normally as it would. Lads, I'm dead. Hair of the dog, mate. <laughs> get up and get back at it. And then from Jordan, who's been in our room? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and immediately things start to race in my mind, but this is cut off immediately by a random photo of a queue in downtown Melbourne yeah. from a member of the group who was just bemused at the fact that I originally thought maybe there's been a break-in or a robbery. I then immediately get pictures of a queue. I'm not going to use names, but I'll use the nicknames from the chat. Minecraft bag, start sending. <laughs> <laughs> Photos of a queue of people in downtown Melbourne. We say, what's the queue for? He says, not sure, I'll ask. So this is a man. <laughs> after we're having, the night we're having festivities. Very, very different mornings at this point. Immediately you jump back in, not wasting your time with the photos of the I'm anonymous queue. Dead set though. Who the fuck has been in here and who's owning up to it? I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking, what's going on? I say, you're kidding, right? And you said, no. I then receive a photo, which, to be frank, can only be described as one thing. It's a shit on the floor of a bathroom at the bench on Little Burke. That's what it is. That's what I'm looking at here. Someone has got into our room and taken a shit on the floor. 
And that's and 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 then the, the message from George is someone come and collect your shit off the floor, please. <laughs> I just respond with bro. Minecraft bag chimes in, assumingly looking at a queue further away at this point. Have you started with the people who had the room key? Now, what I want to say is, uh, after all this time, there's two people in that room. It was you and the Swans fan, mm. whose name I won't repeat, but now everyone knows exactly who he is if you run in our circles. We were in rooms of two, except for me. I have my own room. We're in mm. rooms of two. Yep. Must be nice. We... No one had anybody else's room keys. And you two immediately had a combined front looking outwards. Well, you had to make sure <laughs> everyone out of the room was on a suspect before you turn inwards. You got to, you got to. No, 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 no. The, the fact that you two immediately agreed with each other that it couldn't have been you two was one of the most uh, senile things I've ever seen in my life. Well, you had to turn the, 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 the direction outwards. You couldn't. <laughs> You couldn't stop pointing fingers at each other. The whole thing would collapse. Well. So what do you think? Like, I, I held him up. Mr. Burns. I held him up while he shit on the floor. Like, <laughs> no, 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 is this no, a no, joint no. effort? It was clearly, well, it was one of yous. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be one of yous. And I understand uh, as the night goes on, people get a little bit silly. I didn't know my mates were the type. For feces humour I didn't know that I never knew that Well um, neither did I And I wouldn't have shared A fucking room with the bloke you, <laughs> But you go to a nightclub And sometimes There's just stuff happening On the walls there That you, you're like That's strange But it's clear That when people get a bit drunk That these things happen I think what's happened mm-hmm. Is one of you And you both To this day Retain your innocence One of you has clearly And obviously Thought This is going to be a laugh Ha ha ha, bit of a boys trip Drop the dax down in the early mornings Was it you? I can honestly say <laughs> You're so full of shit What the fuck man well, I know that really I didn't not anymore, but <laughs> I got home I took a shit In this designated area In the toilet Might I just say You admitting to having taken a deuce Yeah with this, these rumours, well, not rumours, with the fact that there is one on the floor swirling around. Well, here's the thing. was that, one of the most bravest moves I have ever seen. I was sober. I was in a private room with someone <laughs> for an hour at least without any drinks. And you then were sober? After an hour in that room. <laughs> <laughs> Stone cold sober. Yeah, yeah. Walking up the street, got home, took a shit. Yep. Crawled into bed. My roommate's not there. All right, tucked in, went to bed. Wake up the next morning, old mate's gone in, had a shower. He's walked out again with his towel on and go, what the fuck has happened in here? Yeah, the shower the shower miffs me and the timelines don't add up. Immediately, the Swans fan hit us with a timeline of when he was back that you immediately refuted. I he, it. he also mentioned that you were asleep fully clothed. I was. Jeans on, shoes on, shirt on. It's cold in that room. That is one of the most mental things I've ever heard. And I think any man willing to sleep fully clothed, the Venn diagram of men sleeping fully clothed and pooping on floors at the Mantra on Little Burke Street are probably overlapping to a degree. There was no toilet paper recovered from the scene. So we can only assume they went to bed with a shitty ass. Now... Would you go to bed with a shitty ass fully clothed? I wouldn't shit on the floor on Little Burke Street. Or... Or would you go to bed, you know, you've done this, you go to bed and you wake up in the morning and you go, 
I've still got a shitty ass and you run and have a shower real quick and then mm. you find the shit. Well, my favourite thing that came out of this whole thing was, and meme-matic is something that gets thrown around a lot in this group, to my dismay. A I'm a Photoshop man. I'm yeah. a meme for hire operator. That's what I do at a lot of these companies that I do work for. I'm a meme yeah. for hire. But the most... <laughs> and I'll put it up on the, on the YouTube... He had on me, Maddox, to his credit, has edited the cover of Death on the Nile. The <laughs> oh, I forgot about this. One of the, the the big thriller murder mysteries of all time. Edited everyone's face on it and changed it to Turd on the Tile. <laughs> To be able to do this a day old on me, Maddox, with swells of and accusations of turns on floors going Holy on. Holy shit. Is one of the most composed things oh, I've ever fuck. seen. And what I love is the Facebook messenger reaction to it is four shocked faces, not the laughing reaction. <laughs> I forgot all of that. Turn on the tile. I'm putting this out. For one, for once and all, before the footy season starts, and before yep. we get too ripped onto who is doing what in the NRL Premiership and who's doing what in the AFL Premiership, I want to invite the Swans fan onto this podcast for you both to give your side of the story, mate. Let's put this turd to bed. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't get you excited for next week's episode, I don't know what will. <laughs> don't sit on the floor. Can I just say thank you for the two of you that have got this far in the podcast because I'm sure we've had, I'm sure a lot of people clicked off at Cockbox. <laughs> <laughs> they made it that far. <laughs> Fuck. But if if you haven't done so already, give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts uh, and hit it. Hit us with some of your stories in there. We'll read them out on the pod. We just want to get this community growing a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the three guys that called in, obviously Das Klutz and Hum. Thank you very much for calling in. We want to get some of you guys, some of your listeners, calling in with some of your rogue stories and stuff like that. But also, I want to hear some of your footy predictions and all that coming into the next season. Next week, we're going to have my top five hot takes for the season, which yep. everybody always loves hearing me dribble about rugby league. Uh, and we're going to hopefully. Have the turn on the tile resolution. I hope so too, honestly, because <laughs> it continues on. Catch you, mates. See ya.